Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. I'm excited to announce that we just launched my new book, The Fasting Transformation, a functional guide to burn fat, heal your body, and transform your life with intermittent and extended fasting. If you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, you know that I'm a huge advocate of fasting. And in this book, I take you on a journey to help you understand how fasting helps balance your blood sugar and improve your insulin sensitivity, how it shuts down inflammation in the body, how it optimizes your hormones, turns on fat burning, and activates stem cells for deep cellular healing. Guys, I go through how fasting, I go through all the best science and research on intermittent and extended fasting and how to utilize it to help prevent or even heal from cancer, autoimmune conditions, digestive disorders, and neurodegenerative conditions like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Guys, the book goes over all the various research and practical applications for daily intermittent fasting, partial fasting, and extended fasting. This book is designed to help inspire and empower you to embrace a fasting lifestyle while also enjoying tasty and healthy foods at the right time to improve your metabolic flexibility and energy efficiency so you can burn fat for fuel and have all day energy. You are gonna love this book, so check it out. You can get it on amazon.com. We also have a website, drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. That's drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. You can learn more about it. And of course, you can pick the book up on Amazon. You're going to love it. Thanks so much, guys. Well, hey, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about anxiety free with food. And we have the author of this great new book, Liana Werner Gray. She's a good friend of mine. She's written The Earth Diet, Cancer Free with Food, and now her new release, anxiety-free with food. Anxiety is such a big issue. And there's so many people that are dealing with it, especially with everything that's been going on in the world today. And, you know, there's definitely a key link between our gut health, our digestion, the foods that we're eating, and how our brain is handling stress, how reactive we are, um, the way that we are processing the things in our, in our world. And so anxiety is not something that is, um, you know, it's it's not a, it's not an end destination. There, there's a lot of hope for it. There's a lot of things we can do for it, and it really starts with our nutrition, the lifestyle choices that we're making. So, Liana, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. 
Well, for sure. And, uh, you know, again, this is such an important topic and, you know, you're a young woman. And so uh, anxiety, obviously all, you know, all, all genders, all demographics deal with anxiety, but especially women. And I uh, would love to hear your story. Yeah. So anxiety, apparently this year, the stats have gone up to one in three people are really struggling with anxiety versus one in five last year. Well, in 2019, now it's, you know, we're already into 2021 now. (laughs) Yeah. So it's anxiety is just skyrocketed and it does affect everyone. And a small amount of anxiety to as a stress response is considered healthy. So if something happens to us and we naturally feel that stress, it's the the mind and the body's way of saying, okay, need to have a resolution for this. But anxiety that is happening for hours and hours or days and days, that is a severe anxiety that we don't need to be suffering with or struggling with. And what I discovered was that there are actually some really simple and quick, effective ways to clear out anxiety and heal it, especially with focusing on nutrition. And so I was experiencing heightened amount of anxiety and I was curious as to where it was coming from because, you know, I'm, I'm have a lot of faith, believe in God. And I know God is like, don't have anxiety, cast all your cares on me. And I was constantly doing that. So I was like, I don't think it's coming from from a spiritual reason. And I thought, I don't think it's coming from a mental or emotional reason either. And so I thought this might be purely chemical and it could be a chemistry imbalance in my brain. And so I went and got a blood test done and sure enough, I was deficient in one of the main things that if we're deficient in that we will have anxiety according to science. So sure enough, I was deficient in omega-3 fatty acids. And I started taking fish oil supplements, eating more wild fish, and then eating more chia seeds and hemp seeds. And within a matter of days, I could feel a difference. My brain felt more whole, if that's a visual, and I felt less scattery. My nervous system felt more calm and focused. I didn't feel more tired. I felt more alert and energized. And it was an incredible feeling. And I thought, wow, if this is, if it's as simple as this, and a lot of people are also chemically imbalanced with their physical body, then I want to share this. And so I really went down the rabbit hole, started researching, putting this book together and found out a lot of other nutritional reasons for the causes of anxiety. And then did a lot of research on what foods can help clear out anxiety and then what foods are actually proven anxiogenic that actually cause anxiety (laughs) as soon as we put them into our mouth. Yeah, it's a really good, uh, really good intro to this topic. And so we know that fish oil, EPA and DHA, the long chain omega-3s really play an important role in the brain. And they also play an important role in our inflammatory process. And so, you know, we're, people have been told when they have mood disorders that these things are chemical imbalances, but the chemical imbalance is really downstream. It's, um, you know, it's not the root cause. The root cause oftentimes has to do with nutrient deficiencies and chronic inflammation in the brain. When we have inflammation in the brain, we're going to be more reactive. Our neurons are going to be closer to thresholds. So they're going to be um, firing off from stimuli that probably they probably shouldn't be firing off from, right? Which makes them more reactive, and you know, makes you have. A lot more, cha- a lot more challenges just trying to control your emotions, and so I'm glad that you were able to figure that out. And omega threes are really critical with this. So let's talk about the relationship between the gut and what's happening in the gut and what's happening in the brain. 
Yeah, well, I know you're a gut expert and I love, you know, the work that you do on this. And so all of the studies on anxiety pointed to the gut and brain connection and how connected they are. And that if we have a certain gut microbiome, actually one of the most fascinating studies that I found was that people with anxiety have a different gut microbiome than people who don't have severe anxiety. That was fascinating to me. So then that tells us that we can change our gut microbiome and that will therefore change the anxiety that we experience. And then we can also work on the, the brain part of it and the anxiety part of it. When we reduce that, that's also going to change our gut microbiome. So they work hand in hand with each other. And so in my book, it's full of recipes and foods that really help cultivate a very gut, a very healthy gut microbiome and healthy gut environment and help to clear out detox. I'm a huge advocate for detoxing, especially if people are just new to getting into this, then a detox is totally critical to clean out that, you know, the dirty water, so to speak, clean out the dirty water if we can fill it up with the clean water. So doing a detox to clear out the gut and then start rebuilding it with yeah. all the good stuff. And that helps our brain so much. They're so, so connected, that gut-brain connection. Yeah, so key. So yeah, the, the brain, actually there's a nerve called the vagus nerve that travels from the brain down into the gut and turns on stomach acid production and bile. It's our key parasympathetic nervous system nerve. And there's constant communication between the brain and the gut through that nerve. And then on top of that, we've got all these different bacteria, more bacteria in our gut than we have cells in our body. And those bacteria are actually producing different nutrients, right? And so they are eating toxins, good, well, I should say healthy bacteria, a healthy microbiome eats toxins and produces B vitamins and short chain fatty acids and minerals. And all those things help support our brain. Whereas bad bacteria or bad microbiome, a dysbiotic or abnormal balance of, of bacteria, they end up eating nutrients. So the nutrients we need, they eat them and then they secrete toxins. And those toxins get up and trigger inflammation in the brain. And that is a major factor when it comes to anxiety, all different types of mood disorders. So really, really key that we nourish you know, we obviously, like you said, we go to detox, we've got to get rid of the bad stuff. And then we've got to really cultivate and nurture good microbes in our guts. So critical. And so what are some of the best foods? You've got a whole list, it's like top 10 uh, best anxiety-free foods. So let's talk about those. Yeah, for sure. So I'm, I love my top 10 list in yes. all my books. <laughs> yeah, I did that in the Cancer Free with Food book as well, which I have a bunch of your recipes in there. I love Yeah, yeah. So the top 10 foods that I research for reducing anxiety, you could probably guess the first one. And this one was so evident for, for anxiety, for mental health, for gut health, for all of it. And it's dark leafy greens, number one, mm, which yeah. you know, hopefully people aren't rolling their eyes out right now, but we all need to be consuming greens every day. I mean, there's a very small percent of people that can't consume greens because of certain issues, medication, you know, thyroid issues, but Apart from that, we all need to be consuming dark leafy greens. It's just, it's a lifesaver. And it actually completely transformed my health and my life too when I first started this journey 11 years ago. So dark leafy greens like kale, spinach, parsley, broccoli, broccoli sprouts, collard greens, chard, arugula, bok choy, mustard greens, dandelion greens, 
And I was one of those people who thought eating salads and things like this was a waste of time. So 11 years ago, my diet was junk food diet, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I you know, ate packaged foods, processed foods, fast foods. That's all I ate. And so one, when, I, when I had my like, wake up call, when I hit rock bottom with my health, I thought, how on earth am I going to eat healthy foods? Because I don't crave them. I don't like them. And I think they're a waste of time. So I basically had to force myself to, in the beginning, to get in all of these, these greens. And the way I did it was with juicing, with mm. having a green juice because it was liquid and I knew it was the fastest way to get nutrition straight into my body. And that's one of the causes of anxiety is nutrition deficiency. And so one of the fastest ways we can get nutrition into our cells, other than an IV injection, the most natural way is with juicing. And it doesn't have to have fruits. People don't need to freak out about the sugar. It can be completely green vegetables and it just goes straight into our cells and we can't help but feel so positive and so much better after drinking a green juice, it just helps our brain. It's neuroprotective, it fires off, it's all these positive neurons and it just makes us feel so good. We feel like, okay, yep, I'm taking care of my health. I get a gold star for doing that. I get it. I can tick that box for the, for the day. And then for, so if people, people could also try that, you know, juicing if they don't want to eat them. But I have a recipe in the book for broccoli, uh, broccoli popcorn. So it's baked in the oven with some, some olive oil and some sea salt. And then people can add nutritional yeast if they want, if they're trying to find an alternative to, to cheese and stuff like that, if they're going dairy-free. And so it comes out so buttery, so delicious. And then also a green smoothie is another way to get all of this in. And then at the very least, and this is what I do when I'm traveling, is I'll take a liquid chlorophyll and just drop that into mm. water. And that way I still make sure I'm getting that green drink every single day or a greens powder as well. And yeah, last- chlorophyll is really unique because chlorophyll really has the same molecular structure as hemoglobin, which is what carries oxygen to all the cells of our body. The only difference hemoglobin has iron as the binding mineral that helps bind the different carbons together. And chlorophyll has magnesium and most people are magnesium deficient to begin with. So magnesium really plays a key role. In fact, when it comes to anxiety, it's arguably the most important nutrient. And so you get that with the chlorophyll and then you also get, you know, basically this structure that helps really build new healthy blood cells. And, uh, and that's so critical because blood cells are constantly under oxidative stress. So we want to help rebuild them. Chlorophyll has a lot of cleansing properties, oxygenating properties. We want to be able to oxygenate our cells, oxygenate our brain. So, so critical for, for energy production. So yeah, I think that's a really great hack. Just get a little bit of liquid chlorophyll, put that in, in some water and, and uh, be drinking that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, everyone can do that, right? And yeah. Dr. Dockers, I was just about to tell you, there's this awesome graphic online that shows chlorophyll under a microscope and blood under a microscope. And I just realized it's yours. Yeah. And I show this to all my patients because, so I'm a certified nutritionist and I have a private practice. I was doing practicing at a medical health center in New York, but now it's all telemedicine. But every single patient on the first session, when they come in, I show them that graphic and I show them, look, here's what happens when you drink a green drink. It's this powerful. It's it's the same as blood, but it's made of magnesium and magnesium deficiency is one of the causes for anxiety. And so that's where we can get our magnesium from. And it's so easy and also affordable for anyone to drink liquid chlorophyll every day. 
And I always will tell them like fresh is always best. Obviously having like a fresh green juice is the ultimate, but if you're not able to do that, you know, that's not realistic for everyone. So the liquid chlorophyll, drop it in water every morning takes care of so much. And when I was healing, when I first started this journey, when I had the tumor in my lymphatic system, I remember when I was drinking the juice, I, I knew that that juice was helping to build new blood cells and that it was kicking out my old blood cells and my old cells kicking out cancer cells. So the visualization and the affirmations I had was juice in, cancer out, new body in, old body out. So it's a really mm. powerful visual. And also it is, it, it's similar to a blood transfusion. It's that powerful. Yeah, that's good. I, I really like that. So that's, so dark green leafy vegetables, right? And a good thing is that if you get this book, Liana has a lot of great recipes. So if you're not a big vegetable eater, um, definitely get the book and check out the recipes because that will really help you start putting those into your diet. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about some other, some other really good foods, anti-anxiety foods. Yeah. So the others on the list are walnuts. So, mm. so great for the brain and you know, also walnuts actually look like a brain. So when you open yeah. it up, you've got two hemispheres. I mean, it literally looks exactly like a brain. So, you know, there's this, uh, in, in naturopathic medicine, there's a law of similars, meaning that if something looks like a, a specific organ, if something in nature looks like a specific organ, it's most likely got nutrients that help support that specific organ. And when with walnuts, you've got B vitamins, you've got short chain omega-3 fats, right? So you've got some different things that really help support brain. It's so good for the brain. And I did some research into this because where I grew up in Outback Australia, you know, half of my school was Aboriginal and half were white. And the Aboriginal people taught us that if you're wanting to heal a particular organ, you look to nature and you eat something that looks like your organ to replicate it. And so a walnut does look exactly like a brain. And this is how they practice medicine before science came into play. It was called the doctrine of signatures or, or the, what you said. And so doctrine of signatures was saying like, yeah, if it looks like a brain, it helps the brain. And now we have science to say, yes, actually yeah. walnuts do help the brain. So snacking on walnuts is great. And then also I have some recipes in here for chocolate brownies made with real cacao and walnuts and then walnut crusted salmon as well, which, Gives it a delicious, mm. buttery, crunchy crust. Oh, so delicious. Yep. And number three is turmeric. So great anti-inflammatory. Oh, yeah. Great for the brain. And that's actually in the walnut crust to crust the salmon or chicken and just blend up some walnuts with turmeric and a little bit of sea salt. And it comes out looking golden. Kids love it as well. It looks like their traditional chicken nuggets, a good way to convert kids. I'm sure your kids are already so healthy anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my kids, you know, they, they eat basically what we put on their plate and um, <clears throat> you know, you got to start them young. That's the key is you got to start mm -hmm. them young. My kids will eat fruit and sugar. If, if, if it's available, that's all they want. Right. So you have to really start them young and uh, you can mix in things like you talked about here with uh, I think that's really creative if you're making a walnut crust, you got to put the turmeric in there, right? So yeah. it's you don't even taste it. Turmeric really doesn't have a, a, like a strong flavor anyways. You know, one of my favorite unless things is- Unless you put a, a lot is, in. <laughs> yeah, unless you put a lot. Like I like a golden milk, actually like coconut milk, kind of some warmed coconut milk with uh, turmeric in there and a little bit of stevia. And that actually tastes really good. Um, 
but uh, you can put turmeric in a lot of different recipes and it's, it's actually fairly easy to, to disguise as far as the flavor. Yeah, it really is. And I also have a golden milk recipe in this book as well. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. You got to have your golden milk. Yeah. That's really, really great for recipe for anxiety. Yeah. So calming, yep. so delicious. Okay. And then number four is wild salmon and other fatty fish. So really good, healthy, healthy fish. And, you know, I, this is controversial for the people who believe in plant-based or vegan veganism, but a lot of all the studies that I looked at for anxiety and depression showed that people who are vegan vegetarians tend to have more anxiety and depression than people who do incorporate some animal protein. But also studies showed that people who eat too much protein also have a higher risk of anxiety and depression. So it's having that balance. And for me, what works is being very plant rich, very plant based, eating so many plants, so many vegetables, having that green drink every day, but then also incorporating wild salmon and other fatty fish, you know, every now and then yeah. when, when I feel like I need that protein boost. Yeah. I think it's so critical to get those long chain omega threes that you get in your wild caught fish, wild caught salmon. When you look at wild caught salmon too, you think about the nature of the fish, it actually, they, these fish swim upstream against the rapids and they can jump out 20 feet out of the water. So incredible amount of strength, incredible mitochondrial energy production that, that these fish have. And they have a nutrient called astaxanthin because they eat red algae that bioaccumulates in their, in their flesh and gives them the pink color. And astaxanthin is extremely powerful antioxidant. They have a, a ton of different B vitamins in there, the omega-3 fatty acids to reduce inflammation in the body, and they're very mitochondrial dense. And so when we eat mitochondria, like when we're eating the wild-caught fish or um, when we're eating grass-fed meat and things like that, we're getting a lot of these raw nutrients to help form new healthy mitochondria in our body. And the brain actually has 10,000 mitochondria per cell, whereas your muscle cells only have 1,000. So... It's, it's the most mitochondrial dense area of our body and really to have good brain function, we need to be supporting the mitochondria. So yeah, I'm a huge fan of wild caught fish. I think that's so important, not just for the omega-3s. So you can get like a fish oil uh, and just get the concentrated omega-3s. And, and oftentimes that can be really therapeutic, like in your case, but also actually eating the actual flesh, eating the actual meat, I think is so critical. Mm, wow. I love it. You're so knowledgeable on this subject. Incredible. Well, I'm always trying to biohack my brain. So, you know, I want to know all the best foods. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so number five is avocado. So again, good healthy fats. And already seen a trend here on this list that most of these have really good healthy fats, you know, except for the dark leafy greens and broccoli sprouts and broccoli that's coming up. They all, we really need those good healthy fats to help our brain, to help to make sure we're eating neuroprotective foods to reduce anxiety. So avocado is excellent and great as a snack. Add some chia seed, chia seed or hemp seed to it, add it to a salad, make a chocolate avocado mousse. So I have a recipe for that in the book as well. And also avocado mashed up with some cacao and some honey or stevia makes an excellent frosting as well on cakes. Mm. Yeah, I love avocado. Love avocado. And it's also very rich in potassium, magnesium, key trace minerals, right? So you get that. You've got lutein, zeaxanthin, so a lot of different carotenoid antioxidants in there. Um, I eat avocado just about every single day. So it's so good. That's awesome. Yeah, I would say I eat it probably every second or third day. Yeah, so yeah. good. Got to get those in your diet. 
but when I first started, you know, when I was transitioning from junk food, fast food diet and lifestyle, I ate up to four avocados a day, which seems yeah. like a lot, but I needed to cross that bridge and I needed to wean myself off the cravings for fried foods and fats. Mm. And so those avocados was, were very fulfilling and that helped me to not crave McDonald's and KFC and all the fried foods. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Avocados are so good. Satiating for your body. So many key nutrients, really good for the skin too. They have this kind of sugar, uh, heptalomanulose, uh, that actually is really, really good for, for your collagen and your skin. So, um, yeah, really good stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, people always ask me if I have cheek fillers. I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm like, it's all natural. Yeah. Love that. It's from the collagen, from the wild fish. And my cheeks have gotten more like full since I'm doing this more anxiety foods because Mm. I've increased my fats and my collagen. It's awesome. So good. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Number six is olive oil. And number seven is coconut oil. Love it. Great. Got to get those healthy fats in there. Yeah. So olive oil, coconut oil, just loaded with healthy fats. Great for the brain. Yeah. And olive oil is such a great salad dressing as well. Coconut oil. I add the MCT oil to my smoothies. Mm. So, so good. Yeah. Number eight is broccoli and broccoli sprouts. Going back real quick to coconut. Mm -hmm. Coconut actually looks like a brain too. So if you look at a coconut, hard outer, you know, kind of a skull, right? You crack it open, the meat, you've got the meat in there, but you also have the coconut water and the coconut water actually has electrolytes Mm. that are kind of similar to our cerebrospinal fluid, right? And then the meat has the medium chain triglycerides that are really good for helping support ketone production. And ketones are really therapeutic for the brain. They downregulate inflammation in the brain. So really, really interesting. Again, going back to the doctrine of signatures or the law of, of, of similars, in naturopathic medicine, coconut, we can look at that and say, okay, this is going to be good for the brain. Yeah, that's so awesome. And it's so fulfilling to go somewhere <laughs> where they have fresh coconuts and just crack it open, drink the coconut yeah. water, and then eat eat the flesh. It's like a full, complete meal. It's so amazing. good. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. You know, some people are scared of the calories in coconut. And, you know, Dr. Jokas, what do you think about that in terms of when people are, you know, freaking out about the calories and things? with eating like coconut, because what I found if someone is feeling anxiety, they do have to consume an extra amount of fats and calories more than what they would if they were on some fitness plan or something like that, but it helps to protect the brain. So yeah, most of my listeners know, but like, I I really don't, I mean, calories matter, but you got to eat excessive amount of calories. It's really all about controlling insulin. It's all about controlling your blood sugar and insulin. When insulin is elevated in your bloodstream, it turns on fat storage. It says store fat, and it also turns on inflammation in the system. So we want foods that are insulin friendly, which keep our blood sugar and our insulin levels stable and low. And healthy fats are the best foods for that. Healthy fats and proteins are really good for that. What we want to avoid are all the starches and sugars, right? So when we're doing a lot of sugar, a lot of starch, we're doing it multiple times throughout the course of a day, we're going to end up with elevated levels of insulin and we've got to avoid that. So that's really the trigger. So it's not the fat, it's not the calories, it's what's stimulating insulin. So if we keep out the sugar and the starch or at least minimize those, then um, you know, we're going to we're going to find a, a diet that keeps inflammation down and also we're going to find 
times where insulin is low so our body can actually burn fat for fuel. That's awesome. I, the reason I asked, I'm going to post this to my, my IGTV. <laughs> yeah, sure. You'll, you'll love that. Okay, great. And number eight is broccoli and broccoli sprouts. So again, the dark leafy greens and broccoli sprouts are so excellent, especially for reducing the risk of cancer as well. As you know, it has the compound sephorophane, which of all the studies I found in humans and in rodents, cancer cells could not survive in the presence of sephorophane. They all died. So very powerful compound there. And so I added some broccoli sprouts to my green juice yesterday. I have the Nama juicer, so it really extracts so much juice out of these broccoli sprouts and the pulp comes out dry, which I love. That's so rewarding. And then I also have a broccoli sprouts greens powder, and then you can also take mm. supplements as well. So that's something that I do daily to keep my risk of cancer low since you know I have that those genes in my family. Yeah, I think that's really great. I mean, sulforaphane activates the NRF2 pathway, which is a cellular pathway that activates. So NRF2 is kind of like the precursor, and then it activates what's called the antioxidant response enzymes. And so increases basically our endogenous production of glutathione and other antioxidants that protect the cell and protect the, the, the genome. Right. And so all of our cells are under oxidative stress, just a constant onslaught. They say every cell is being hit by 10,000 free radicals every second. Right. So just this constant onslaught of oxidative stress. And we've got to protect the genome and the mitochondria. Those are probably the most, um, those are the most fragile areas that we really have to protect. Now we want to protect our cell membrane, all of our different cellular proteins, but uh, we really need to protect the mitochondria and the DNA. When we're not able to protect that over time, it can lead to oncogene formation, cancer cells, things like that. So doing things that are going to help support that antioxidant response enzyme, that NRF2 pathway, super important. And sulforaphane is one of the most critical nutrients to do that. And broccoli sprouts are by far the richest source of it. You can do a lot of different types of sprouts. Kale sprouts are good, radish sprouts, you know, whatever sprouts you can find, but broccoli sprouts are, have the highest amounts of the sulforaphane. Than any other plant yeah, or yeah. vegetable on earth. Broccoli also has it, cabbage as well, but yeah. broccoli sprouts has the highest, yeah. Hey, I just wanted to take a moment and tell you about a new product that I've been taking every single morning. It's from our friends over at Paleo Valley. It's called Neuro Effect. And it is a neuro supportive blend of eight full spectrum mushroom extracts and whole coffee fruit extract. It's designed to help boost up brain-derived neurotropic factor, BDNF, which is like miracle grow for your brain cells. It has got lion's mane mushroom, well-renowned for its effect on the brain. It's got reishi mushroom, which is phenomenal for your immune system. It also helps with calming your brain and helping you sleep more effectively. It has got shaga as well as cordyceps in there, which are phenomenal for energy and for mental clarity. It also has turkey tail mushroom and maitake which are amazing for your immune system as well. So this product also has a whole fruit, has whole coffee fruit extract, 
only two milligrams of caffeine, but whole coffee fruit extract actually boosts your BDNF levels 4.3 times greater than if you were actually drinking coffee itself. I mean, we all know that coffee helps improve your energy or mental clarity, but it's the whole organic coffee fruit extract that has the most powerful effect on your brain without the downside of caffeine. That's what you get in this neuro effect product. So I've been taking this on a regular basis to support my brain health, my immune system. I take it in the morning and you can try it now too. I've negotiated with Paleo Valley to make sure that you guys get 15% off this product. It's called Neuro Effect. You can find it at paleovalley.com. Use the coupon code JOCKERS to get 15% off today. Yeah, so she's got, so you got some great recipes utilizing those broccoli sprouts. Sprouts really, uh, you know, in our society, most people just don't never even think about sprouts and utilizing sprouts. Mm -hmm. And there's something you can grow too. You can get like, we grow little microgreen sprouts. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's so fun for kids to watch them grow. And I think, you know, I never got into sprouts because, and I think I speak for a lot of other people, they're just so little. And I think we underestimate the power of something so simple and so little these days because we're used to these big grand things. You know, it's like, it's 2021. There's like, you know, we're used to all that big stuff, but there's so much power. It's so potent in these little broccoli sprouts. Yeah, so, um, and people always ask, you know, I've never heard of them and I've never seen them and, I was the same, but they're sold in most whole foods in the the green vegetable section. And a lot of health food stores have them as well. And you can always ask them, order them. You can get seeds online and grow them yourself too. So they are readily available, which is awesome. Yeah. Even if you have an apartment, like as long as you just have like a windowsill or something like that, you can get a little, just a little container off Amazon and some seeds and they sprout and they grow pretty quickly. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot of maintenance. Yeah, they're they're super simple once you get into it. And on the third or fourth day is when the broccoli sprouts are the most potent in sephorophanes. They're they're good to go. Mm. It doesn't take long at all. Okay, number nine. And this one is, this one's actually a little bit controversial. It's cacao. So cacao powder has been proven to be anxiolytic. So it does reduce anxiety and stress levels. And it has a lot of magnesium, a lot of antioxidants. But some people with certain genes and some people sensitive to caffeine, it can stimulate a little bit of anxiety. So they're excluded from from that list. But cacao in general is known as a major stress reliever. And, you know, there's a big reason why, especially women crave it. It's just so relaxing. It's known as a party food and it has all that magnesium that just helps our body just stay super relaxed and calm. And personally, I love cacao and cacao and juicing are two major reasons why I was able to heal from the tumor all those years ago. I've eaten cacao every day for the last, you know, going on 12 years, but real cacao, real chocolate. And I have so many chocolate recipes in the book, as you guys can imagine. (laughs) Yeah. And cacao really helps boost up serotonin, dopamine in our system. So it really activates a lot of those feel-good neurotransmitters. It has these PEA compounds that uh, are called the bliss molecules, bliss compounds. I don't know if you know Danette May. She has a a company, Cacao Bliss, right? So she's all about, yeah. So, I mean, it has these bliss compounds that are in there. 
right? That, that for many people, they just feel really euphoric and, um, you know, really helps calm their emotions, helps stimulate those feel-good neurotransmitters. So it's a great, great uh, natural pleasure. And it's also very rich in antioxidants too, to help combat oxidative stress. Yeah. So there we go. Chocolate is medicine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And number 10, lastly, is ginger. So ginger is so, so great, powerful anti-inflammatory. I recommend a lot of my patients to drink ginger tea either in the morning or at night before bed, just to help them to reduce their sugar cravings and also to help drain out the lymphatic system. And it oftentimes makes people feel a lot tighter and thinner. Going back to the doctrine of signatures, it looks like a strong muscle or digestive system. It's very good for the digestive system as well. And so ginger is number 10. You can also grate it on yeah. salads as well, put it in juices and smoothies. Yeah, and you could even take just like a, a small little chunk of ginger, very small because it's it's very bitter and um, and pungent. But you just chew on that before a meal and that actually activates your vagus nerve. So the, the astringent properties of it and the, um, the really kind of strong bitterness to it activates your vagus nerve. And again, your vagus means wanderer. It's Latin for wanderer. It's cranial nerve 10. comes down from your brain, goes to your heart, your lungs, your digestive system. And it's what turns on your production of stomach acid, bile, uh, and pancreatic enzymes. For many people, their vagus nerve is not functioning well, especially in our society because we're always eating on the go and things like that. So we're not producing enough stomach acid. Um, we're not getting good bile flow and pancreatic enzyme production. So we then we don't digest our food well. We get bacterial overgrowth. We have a lot of different problems. So chewing on a little bit of ginger before a meal can actually help alleviate that, get you the right uh, uh, digestive juice production. So powerful for that. And it's also very anti-inflammatory. Love that. That's a great hack to chew on that before a meal to stimulate the digestive enzymes. That's awesome. Yeah, really good stuff. So now let's talk about some of the neurotoxic foods that we should be avoiding. Mm, yes. So I love diving into this part of like, okay, what are the worst foods on earth? <laughs> yeah. Um, the most neurotoxic foods on the planet. So you'll probably guess this, but number one is refined sugar. So refined sugar is the culprit for majority of health issues that we're seeing today, but also mental health issues, anxiety, depression. So refined sugar includes white sugar. It includes corn syrup. And it's just so far removed from nature. It's not fruit. You know, fruit is, I believe, the candy that God gave us to enjoy, to have a bit of sweetness in life. But refined white sugar is just so far removed from, from that natural process and so the body just doesn't know what to do with it. The brain freaks out. The nervous system freaks out. It's neurotoxic. It's awful for the gut. And I just, I don't think there's a balance when it comes to having white sugar. And, you know, some, um, I get a lot of, you know, aggressive people online attacking me for this saying, you know, how can you tell people not to have any sugar? <laughs> like, well, you know, it's the culprit for causing most of our health issues and we don't need it. We have coconut totally. sugar, we have maple syrup, we have honey, we have dates, we have fruits, we have stevia, we have monk fruit. And one of my specialties in with being a nutritionist is sugar and addiction. So I help people go from being sugar addicts to completely being free of craving refined sugars. And and there, you know, there is a bridge to cross. And so I'm a big advocate for replacement therapy. So if anyone's listening in there super addicted to sugar and you know it's really hard to give up then try replacement therapy which is what I did and so in the beginning I 
when I first started this, you know, I mentioned I ate four avocados a day. I started juicing. I also made chocolate balls with cacao powder, almond flour, some honey, and a bit of vanilla extract, sometimes some almond butter, peanut butter in it. And I would eat 20 of these a day, like 20 chocolate, mm. which sounds insane. And now I couldn't even try and eat those if I tried. But back then, that was a major upgrade and way healthier than what I was previously eating. I would eat in a day, I would eat a packet of Tim Tams. I would eat a whole block of Cadbury chocolate. I would eat chocolate biscuits. I would eat like so much worse. <laughs> and that had refined white sugar plus low quality dairy and emulsifiers, soy lecithin. So I started healing my body with eating copious amounts of these chocolate balls every day that had a lot of honey. And also back then my juices needed a lot of fruit because that helped me not crave the refined sugar. But over time, over years and years, we crave less and less sugar until we get back to that balance. And so I have a lot of studies in here as well about you know, how sugar is linked to depression and anxiety. I mean, to me, it's common sense. And to you, I'm sure as well, obviously, it's like, it's bad for the gut, it's bad for the brain. But you know, for the people who really want to see the science on sugar and why it's so damaging. Um, and some people just need kind of like a little wake up call too to, to read it and be like, whoa, okay, it's really bad. I'll, I'm ready to cut it out. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Sugar is really problematic to the brain. So we got to keep our blood sugar stable. So mm -hmm. stable blood sugar is super, super critical for the brain. If the brain feels threatened, feels like it can't get the sugar that it needs, because your brain can either run off of sugar or ketones. All the rest of your cells in your body can run off of fatty acids, but you can't get fatty acids through the blood-brain barrier into the brain. So it's dependent upon either sugar or this compound called ketones, which is a, a what the liver does. It takes fatty acids and produces ketones when insulin is very, very low. So we need low insulin in order to produce these ketones. And that's where people go on a ketogenic diet or they do fasting and they get their ketones elevated. But if you're not doing that, if you're eating or, you know, three, four, five, five times a day or whatever it is, and you're eating higher, higher amounts of carbohydrates, when your blood sugar starts coming down, then your brain starts freaking out, okay? Because it, cells start to die. It's not getting the, the glucose it needs. It needs a continual supply. You literally have to eat every few hours if you're constantly running on sugar or the brain is not gonna get the sugar it needs. It's gonna freak out, elevate stress hormones, and then you're gonna have amplified levels of emotion, right? And that can obviously result in anxiety, heart racing, all different types of symptoms. And so we've all been there, hangry. You know, we've 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 felt hangry, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so keeping your blood sugar stable is really really key. So reducing the amount of sugar and overall carbohydrates, and consuming more fats, replacing those calories with fats, healthy proteins, that is going to be more blood sugar stabilizing to where your blood sugar is going to stay more stable. You're going to be able to go four or five hours without meals and not have a hypoglycemic reaction. And um, you're going to feel a lot more calm, a lot more peaceful, a lot more at a state of bliss. And you're going to be free from the constant need to be eating. Right. And that's so yes. important. Yes. So important. And refined sugar just puts us on edge. So if something stressful happens in, you know, in our day, which happens almost every day for most people, then we're less likely to be able to have this great stress response to it and just overcome it. When we're on edge from sugar, that's when we get really emotional and go into those like mood swings and heightened anxiety. So definitely a good one to focus on 
cutting out for yeah. life. Yeah. yeah, right there with you on that. Yeah. And some of the others, so the second one is the bad fats. So the bad fats as, you know, I talk about how there's good fats and then there's bad fats and that trans fats, so a lot of fried foods and fast foods that are obviously cooked in really bad fats are really, really toxic for the brain. And then I give some options for some really good fats like coconut oil, avocado, nuts and seeds, olive oil, also for, you know, doing keto, like cream and butter and stuff like that as well, fish oil. So, um, yeah. And then Mark Hyman, I share a quote about some disturbing research that's on his blog that shows that homicide in the United Kingdom increased dramatically with increased consumption of um, linear oleic acid-rich soybean oil. So this is crazy. And, you know, I totally believe that people are more aggressive and angry when they eat really bad fats. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because if you eat these high linoleic acid, which is omega-6 fatty acid, now omega-6 is an essential fat. However, we only need a small amount. And in our society, people are getting a, a really high amount and they're getting it through typically processed foods that have soybean oil or corn oil or something like that, canola oil in them. Um, or they're getting it, you know, from grain fed, a lot of grain fed meats, which can also be very high in omega-6 fats too. That's why we want grass fed meats. So when we get high amounts of omega-6 fats, it turns up inflammation in the body and in particular the brain, because the brain is mostly fat. And so what we have so much fat, such a high density of fat in the brain. So when we have more inflammation in there. Now we're going to be closer to threshold. All the neurons are closer to threshold. So you know, some sort of stimulus that you would normally not notice or not react to. Now that you're closer to threshold, you're, it's like you're on pins and needles. So that same stimulus pushes you over the edge. And now somebody gets upset or they get depressed. They have a more, more of an extreme reaction as opposed to just, you know, something that they would barely observe. And, uh, and that's what happens. And so in our society, of course, you know, you look on social media, people are so highly reactive, right? They see a post that, you know, that there's a word or a sentence in that post that they disagree with and they're like freaking out and, you know, um, you know, making a really vulgar, uh, you know, disrespectful post back to one of their friends that they may have been friends with for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so people are just so, so emotional and reactive now. And of course, anxiety is part of that whole process. And inflammation in the brain is really at the root of that. So we got to keep the inflammation down. So healthy fats, eating the healthy fats, getting rid of the bad fats, getting rid of the sugar, like you were talking about, so critical to create this good balance, this foundation for a healthy brain. Yeah, for sure. We got to take care of our brains so much. Okay, number three is toxic chemicals hidden as ingredients in food. So these are things like like preservative additives, emulsifiers, fillers. Blue one, blue two, yellow five, yellow six, things like that. And potassium bromate, for example, a lot of synthetic hormones as well. And I don't think people realize that they're eating synthetic hormones that, and that can be found in low quality dairy. That's really messing with people's hormones. And that's another contributor to having anxiety. And then also pesticides is another contributor. So pesticides and herbicides, including glyphosate, and we've seen a lot about that in the last few years, which is awesome. And 
um, PCBs, flame retardants, dioxines, which is found in meat and pesticides used on crops. So I, I list a lot of these things. And as a general rule, if you look at an ingredient label and you're not able to go out to your own backyard or to a farm and pick that ingredient, then you know it's probably lab created, it's probably chemical, it's probably not ideal, it's probably not good. And so we wanna stay away from those things. And when I was researching for this, I discovered that there are 30 ingredients that are in foods that the standard American diet that people are eating every day, they're actually banned in Australia, they're banned in Canada, UK and Europe they're in the most common foods here. They're in breads, conventional breads. They're in hot dogs and deli meats. They're in meats as well. They're in dairy, they're in cereals. And unfortunately, these are how most people are starting their day, you know, every day and how they're having lunches. So they're consuming all of these chemicals and these additives that are actually banned in other mm -hmm. countries. So, you know, wonder they, they're having anxiety and feeling crazy. And you know, when people say, oh, yeah, I'm just feeling crazy. I, it must just be me and I have anxiety. And I say, no, it's your environment, you know, and the food industry is a big cause for so much mental health issues these days. So, so listeners really need to, to hear this. <clears throat> these ingredients are banned in other countries, but not in the United States. So why is that? Well, <laughs> why is that? Well, it comes down to money. You know, it's a big money maker. It's really cheap to make these foods and millions and millions and millions of people buy these foods, especially people who can't afford organic things. You know, it's a vicious cycle. They buy these cheap foods and it's deteriorating their brain and their gut and their health and their mental health. And then, you know, they fall, they're in that cycle and that's, kind of all that they can afford so it really is a big issue mm. in terms of yeah and unfortunately the food industry just they have a really strong lobby that has a lot of power in the united states and they've been able to influence a lot of politicians <clears throat> to help pass bills that allow them to have these ingredients in our foods and that's the unfortunate thing so you know we can't just count on the government to try to uh you know take care of our health that's really not what they're there for. We have to be able to make smart, educated decisions. And fortunately, there's a lot of people out there doing this research, putting this information out. People like you, Liana, obviously with your new book, helping helping warn us, helping educate us on these types of ingredients that uh, can trigger anxiety. And if we clean up our diet, clean up our lifestyle, we can get our brain back. Yes, and we can't help but feel better. Of course, we're going to feel better and have a better life if we eat really good foods and take care of ourselves. And the only way to overcome this with these ingredients that are in foods that shouldn't be is to stop buying them. So really the power is with the people, but it's going to take each individual to make that choice and say, you know what, I'm not gonna buy this anymore. I'm gonna buy this instead. And also when I first started this journey, I had no money. I was 21 years old. And I remember going to the store and, you know, I had $20 in my bank account, sometimes 40 and an organic jar of almond butter was like $11. <laughs> I was like, say yeah. what? But, you know, I, I spent that on it because I was like, I'm investing in my health. I'm going to get my health back. And I just knew if I got my health back and felt better that I could do something, you know, really 
really great with my life and I can go after my dreams because my career was suffering as well. I had no energy. I was yo-yoing. I was up and I was down depending on what I was eating. I was tired all the time. So we have our health and we have energy. We are, we can contribute to the world and who knows what kind of doors are going to open up for our careers as well. Yeah, it's such a great message. And ultimately, that's how we change the food industry is we spend our money on foods that are of high integrity. And that tells the entire industry when enough people are doing that to make more of those types of foods. So yeah, so key. And, and you're absolutely right. You've got to you've got to start investing no matter where you're at. You know, I, I think about it just, you know, it's, it's um, more or less, it's, it's, even if you know, again, if you don't have any money offered up as you know, in, in, in the Bible, it talks about, the word to be a living sacrifice, right? And so um, offer it up as a sacrifice, you know, tell it, you know, have a conversation with God and say, look, I'm, I could buy, you know, this, you know, um, this piece of processed food here for, for 99 cents, but instead I'm going to buy the organic, um, you know, salad here for five bucks or whatever it is. And so if you're spending more money, offer that up as a sacrifice, say, God, I'm, I'm sacrificing here. And Father, I need your help, right? And if you continually do that and you look at it from that perspective, God loves it when we steward our body well, when we um, invest into the creation he made for us. And if you do that, I believe that, you know, it's like a fish and loaves story where um, your resources are going to last longer than you thought. You're going to be expected. You're going to be amazed at what God does. And of course, you're going to have more energy. You're going to have better mental clarity, and that's going to open up more opportunities for you and more innovative, creative thoughts. And you're going to add more value to your employer or to your business, to your customers, to, and to the world. And uh, you know that's really what it's all about: getting more people to add more value to the world. Amen. Yes, and I do believe God will provide. So it's just having that faith. And God, like you said, wants us to be healthy. This is the body that God, you know, has given us, and so. Yeah, I totally believe in that abundance will come with that. And also in my earlier book, The Earth Diet, I talk about foods to eat that are natural, that come straight from the earth or foods that God provided for us that are very affordable. And so there's a list in there that can help a lot of people. So things like eating like organic you know, lentils and beans and stuff. Um, when we start to add things like almond butter or, you know, organic meats, that's when it really starts to rack up the grocery bill. So people can start there and just start getting some really good foods that come straight from, from nature into the system. Perfect. So good. So guys, the book is Anxiety Free with Food. You can find it on amazon.com or I'm sure most of you guys are getting your books. Of course, you can, I believe you can find it at bookstores as well. And other booksellers, Barnes and Noble, whoever else you want to you want to purchase it from. Uh, do you have a specific website for this, or your website in general is the Earth Diet? Is that correct? Yeah, theearthdiet.com, and yep. that's where I have all my work, including this one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And be sure to follow Liana as well on Instagram. I follow her. She's always got great posts, and she's always talking about new products, new food products um, that she's trying out and recipes and things like that. So a lot of good stuff there. So be sure to follow her there. And Liana, any last words of inspiration for our people here? Well, yeah. And I was just going to say, did you see what I posted for dinner last night? <laughs> I haven't looked yet. No, but tell me about it. So I was trying out this new um, company. They make grass, they do grass fed um, animal. I was going to say beef. They do beef, but they also do bison and venison. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I had these, I had bison burgers, which were oh, amazing. I love it. So great. So great. And then I put it on this paleo bread, this base culture paleo bread with some avocado and salad. So 
yeah, always posting different food experiments like that. And I guess last words I would say for people listening is just don't accept that you have to have anxiety forever. In fact, even for weeks to come that you can heal it. And a lot of it is purely chemical in the body and you can heal that with certain foods. So definitely dive into the book and just really soak in all the information and just be aware of the foods you need to eat more of and cut out those foods that are super toxic, super anxiogenic and um, try some recipes. So go through it and just pick one recipe to start with that is really exciting to you. There's also a seven day guide in the back of the book if you wanna do it for seven days, but just start with one recipe and go from there. Awesome. Love it. So guys, go out there, check out her book, Anxiety Free with Food. And also, if you did purchase the book, leave her an Amazon review as well. The reviews really help reach more people. And so that way more people find the book. And while you're at it, uh, leave a review for my books as well, Fasting Transformation and the Keto Metabolic Breakthrough. Thanks, guys. We'll see you guys on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody. Well, that's all for this show. And I wanna thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you wanna dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.